Thank you very much for having me here. Yeah. It's so good to see you again. Please tell us a little bit more about your background and what do you do? Yeah, I'm, I'm a computer scientist. Actually, I work in the field of artificial intelligence and I have a very deep passion in uh, psychology, philosophy, psychiatry. So I really like uh, to investigate how our, our mind works and that's what I actually do for work. Very interesting, and it's a pleasure to have you as a guest on our show. Uh, I know you already know a lot about the uh, Creative Society project. Could you tell us how did you find out about it? Yeah, actually, it's very interesting because um, so I started a project which was called The Change uh, several years ago, 2014, about there. And, and it was a very similar target as Creative Society. So my idea was to collect knowledge. We have a lot of knowledge available, uh, but we don't use. And, and my idea was to collect this knowledge and try to make it available to people to understand what we are, what we truly are, and, and the fact that we are missing any opportunity uh, to live our life at the best, and instead following some cultural, and some society uh, principle which just got in our mind and got us blocked to understand really how to live our life in the real sense. And therefore, I looked for people all over the year, I was looking for people interested in this, helping in that, until at some point I found one of you um, in Facebook with this uh, logo Creative Society below. And I thought, you know, that's interesting, especially because I'm a creative person, so I love creativity. I, I thought maybe something about creativity. I don't know, I want to know. And then I just get in contact and ask, and I discover a creative society, which was a, a total match with what I want to do. So that was amazing, really an amazing occasion. Wow, we are so glad that you joined us and you really learned about the project Creative Society. And we ask millions of people around the globe, how do they envision a creative society? So Antonella, what is a creative society for you? And how do we all live happily and fulfilled lives? Actually, I have to tell you, I already live in the creative society because I really have changed completely my mind over the years. And I, and I want everyone to join. It's so amazing to just try to have uh, peace in your life, try to do what you think, try to help the other people around you, try to really live the life as, as, as something that it's enrich you and not block you. I, I really try to remove all these bias we have from, uh, from, from our life. And, and this is what I envision for people, many people, are uh, not able to express themselves. I, I would see a society where everyone is doing what is really passionate for. You go in the city and you see people maybe dancing, people painting, people making theater, people showing some, I don't know, any knowledge or reading books around, eventually building some stuff in front of you. Probably as, as it was many years ago when you were working in the city and see the people doing his work uh, as it was. I, I would imagine something like this where you go out and you don't want to come back home because it's so amazing to look around the people and everyone is peaceful, is gentle. Let me say a little bit like I experienced in Japan. Eh? When I go to Japan, people are so positive. People are so happy about meeting you and tell you something. It, it, I think it's very possible. 100% agree with you. And I know you also participated in the conference on December the 20th. 
And uh, we're so excited to hear your feedback. What was the most remarkable part for you? I, so the first thing I noticed is extremely professional. I, 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 I participated to, to international conference for my job. I was astonished. It was looking super professional, very well organized. Uh, many people talking, which is, was great. And listening about a content which I think I found very important for our life. I think this is the real important thing. So I think it was a unique experience, really unique experience. Well, thank you so much. And you know, your feedback is so appreciated because we all do it as volunteers in free from work time. And really, when you look at it, we're not getting paid to do it, but we are able to accomplish those things in a matter of a couple months or maybe less and really broadcast this message out to everybody. So everyone has a choice and everybody hears exactly the same information. So how important right now to build a society of, of honest people? Right, amazing. Well, that was really amazing. And, and I'm looking forward for, for the next conference. Absolutely. And uh, this conference is coming on March the 20th and we already preparing for it. Right now, the scenario, the script is still in the making, and it's going to be called what the prophets dreamt of. Because uh, the main thing for to show to the people that in every culture, there is the vision of the ideal society. Right. And right now, for the first time in the history, we have all technologies available to do that, available to unite the world. I would like uh, to ask you, uh, to tell us a little bit more about your vision of such society and especially the importance of uh, taking responsibility of self-governing uh, which is actually one of the foundations foundation number eight because you told us you were excited about this one before we started yeah actually so i think first of all the, the ne next conference is looking back and i think this is a very important thing because in some sense in some dimension we have to make a step back we kind of forgot what we really are and this was also the mission in my previous project to remember to recall that and i think taking responsibility it's again something we forgot uh, sometimes people go around and say look look there are so many things around who made it, you don't know. Actually, it's us. It's, it's just, everything is done by us. And there is no magic. Every company which is doing great product out are just composed by normal people like us. And, and anything is possible. Actually, I don't know, let me cite, actually Apple as, as one of the top company is composed by normal people like us. What make a difference between Apple and another company is just the culture. It's just the culture. So it's just knowing that you can do something great. Many companies don't consider this Many people don't think they have responsibility and then you just become uh, passive and you accept anything goes. You don't give feedback, very important. You don't give feedback. And so the people who are doing mistake are supported by you, silent, because they don't know. And eventually, even if they know, nobody complained. They would just imagine, okay, that's the right. I think giving feedback, being active, tell the people what you think, it's very important thing we forgot we really forgot and we have to get this back and and actually there are so many studies recently management about how organization works uh, Olacracy is one of them uh, but there is other other studies like less and uh, tile companies 
where actually you, you discover that a distributed organization works way better than hierarchy. Hierarchy have a very big trouble, power, okay? And there are a lot of study about power that says power destroy our brain. And the person who gets power actually gets their brain changed. And they change in a systematic way. Unfortunately, because our brain works like this. Eh? It's not our fault. It's no one fault. Whoever gets power, unfortunately, gets his brain changed. And, and this is where this new organization concept, like Holacracy, let me cite one of many, eh, says you should not, you should avoid hierarchy. Uh, you should have a, a flat structure. And you have small groups, teamwork, which exchange idea and knowledge and each of them bring projects forward, which is actually what our, how we live our life. I mean, you have your family, sometimes you organize to see your parents and then you go by them and nobody is telling you to do or not to do. You just organize with your family. So we are all acquainted with this responsible, distributed responsibility, distributed organization. So it's yeah. just, no. Definitely, it makes sense that we have to take personal responsibility. And we volunteers of Alatra International Public Movement took a responsibility of interviewing millions of people around the globe to find out what type of world do we all deserve? What type of world do we all want to live in? And uh, based on those answers, we were able to come up with eight pillars, eight foundations of the creative society. So right now I will ask our IT support to show those eight foundations quickly. And if you don't have time to read them on the screen, please visit alatraunites.com and you can go through those foundations. And then after they play, we can uh, talk a little bit more about number eight. Well, just wait, we have a brand new IT support today. <laughs> one is very important which is transparency and openness of information for all the creative ideology the development of personality and ability to receive free education justice and equality for everybody and number eight self-governing society so Antonella how important it is for us to as a society to make decisions that affect our everyday life and not just affects our life, but also improves our life. I think it's very important because uh, uh, there are so many ideas around. I mean, when you talk with people, you see somebody is passionate maybe to some, solve some problems, other maybe thinking about other problems. I think it will be very important to give the chance. Eh? So many people that have ideas and want to contribute, uh, to contribute. Practically, we are living in a society where this is just thought that somebody else is somebody else is contributing. Maybe the politician, and that's it. And we just ask. and of course we put them in a such a difficult position that actually they in this position will fail just because the structure 
is not the one that allow people to really support. And this is where we, they need our, basically they need our help. I mean, it's not wanted that the politics does not, does not work, okay? It's just not wanted. It's, it's just by structure, not good enough. And this is where we should change and create a, a concept of governance which is more distributed, which is eventually changed more frequently, where the people are not there because they think, you know, if I stay for 10 years or five years or two years, I can just make my space. But maybe rather know I'm there because I have an idea to solve a problem and I will leave until the problem is and once the problem is solved. And that's it. And then you leave the space for others. We, we have so many, so much work we can do, but it's just confined to, to, to the shoulder of few people which has so much pushed that, of course, I, I mean, you, we see politics as it goes. Yes, we empower in our politicians, we give them too much responsibility, and then there is no mechanism for us to actually get the feedback from them, and we're not staying in touch after the election. That's the, the problem. And that is why the electoral platform, which is basically coming from the foundation number eight, is so important. And since, since you know so much about uh, the implementation of it, I would like to ask you about the importance of the electoral platform and self-governing, taking responsibility in the uh actually law making for all of the people absolutely as i said as i said we have uh, our knowledge is distributed and so the only way we can really make sure that we use our knowledge and we don't get caught by the idea that we are lawmakers or we are creating something is really to distribute to distribute the work uh, uh, this is um, it's been demonstrated that companies in that form actually perform much better. Yeah. A little bit, let me say, we see, we see with the startup. Yeah. Look at the startup, they are self-organized, they are maybe small groups, they are trying to achieve a goal. And this would be the idea. Yeah. Many startups all over the world eventually try to even inspire from each other. Of course, each place in the world has difficult, different problems and different maybe culture or different condition, climate, whatever. So, but we can inspire from each other and in small groups has been demonstrated that a solution can be easily found than in bigger groups. Yes. So Antonella, how important it is to build this creative society, an alternative to the consumeristic society that we live in right now, without having any special interest, without having any special financing, how important it is to really build it for people and by people? I think you hear around, everyone is complaining about the current situation, okay? Uh, for sure, we have done very good in technology. We have done very good in some other fields, technical fields, but we are living away the human being. We are living away what we are. And then we are progressing. Maybe we have more fast car, but nobody talks about our mind. Nobody talks about how do you feel? Are you happy? I think this is a field we completely forgot. Even in education, if you go to school, how much do you learn about ourselves, our emotion, our reaction, our difference, difference between men and women? Why are we so different? What makes us working well together? And what are creating friction? So that we know about that. And we don't repeat over and over the same error or mistakes over time. And we ask our partner, they say, yeah, 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 I know. I did the same. How, how can it be? So I think we have to get to this uh, point and learn about ourselves much more than just the technology and other domain we are covering very well, technical domain I will cover very well, 
which which affect us very little and which change our brain very little. I mean, we, we, we should not also leave the fact that soon artificial intelligence will be somehow dominating. So there will be space for us. So we, if we don't grow, then the, I mean, the fear of the people to say artificial intelligence, which, which is dominate. Yeah, but if we don't evolve, we, sh we should also evolve. Otherwise, I mean. So what type of conditions do we need to create right now in order for us not to live in fear for tomorrow? What do you think those conditions need to be? I think that uh, there is a Maslow pyramid, and I think we have to fill this pyramid from the bottom. We have to make sure that people don't are not forced to look to the pr primitive or the most important uh, needs, but they are fulfilled. Because when those needs are fulfilled, basically our brain make a switch, and you start to be a bit more creative, and you start to think about not just to be alive and to be sure that tomorrow you can do something, but you start to think of eventual long term. And then you think, okay, how can I help the people? How can I change my house? How can I create something around? If somebody has a, has a need, I can spend my time helping others. This will be surely a switch. Together with a new education system, our education system is prehistoric. We must rewrite it kind of from scratch. We have knowledge about way better education systems, okay? We have so much knowledge about, it's just the just point of implementing them. So I would say uh, giving the minimum to everyone, and a new education system will probably just enable a, a switch. Yes, Antonella, I absolutely agree with you. And a very interesting fact that I found for myself surprising during the conference is when the uh, actually specialist calculated that it would only cost three days of military budget to cover whole education for every single person in the world. And then I'm questioning myself, how come we don't do that? What, what would stop us? What would prevent us as a humanity from that? And then the next step when we're thinking we want to spend money on another missile or a rocket or maybe MRI uh, for the medicine purposes to actually provide technologies to get rid of such things as hunger, as uh, lack of education of healthcare or healthcare, for example. The question is... The answer is so obvious. And this is why this is so important. Really, really important for everyone. And it's so inspiring to see people joining from all over the world. In fact, what you said about, yes, equality of genders. We are different. Everyone is different. We have different nationalities, different genders. But what unites us? What unites us? We can have different beliefs, but values, human values are very, very same the essence of human life, human freedom is what unites all of us. And uh, I would like to ask you, when, if someone, for example, watching us and they don't know much about the creative society, how would you describe it in very simple words for someone who just joined, who doesn't know what creative society is? Okay, I would say it's something that you know already about 100%. It's something that you want already, but you're maybe not fully conscious. And it's something that you can add in a very easy way because you have all the instruments from yourself from there. Actually, as a child, we are probably living uh, in creative society until five, and then society will kind of turn us in what we are. So you have everything inside you. It's just, as we said before, we just stop thinking and stop acting and stop giving feedback. So we just have to revitalize what we have and start to again give feedback 
again be active and again be as what we are and then automatically you are getting into the creative society so it, it, i must say it's a discovery that many people did not do uh, the majority did not do there are few people around uh, which are which understood what they are and and it's just a, a, a step back it's just a cleaning you just clean remove something from your mind and what you get left is you it's a real you and we are all already like this we just we just uh, cover with too much knowledge too much concept too much logic and this kind of blind our mind and yeah you know what creative society is actually a very simple concept yeah. and that's why it's hard to comprehend because yeah. it's so simple and it's so like true to yourself then sometimes people say i don't believe this is possible but you know what the society we built right now was built with our hands and the society we build tomorrow is the one we build with our hands and our minds and our thoughts so it really is possible. So Antonella, what can one person really do to bring creative society to fruition? I, I think you have to really push to what you really want. Everyone wants peace. So try to tell the other people, when, when you see something that does not go well, try to tell, actually, why are not we, try to find peace, try to communicate peace. I think this will surely get the people feeling all. Oh, this is I also want. This is I also would like to have. And then, of course, uh, discover us. We, we should find a way to discover us because as soon as I think knowing that many people all over the world wanted to do the same, it's very powerful. It's extremely powerful. When you feel alone, you say, "Yeah, but it's just me," and and you cover your your emotion by by something that is actually just a feel lonely. But when you discover we are so many and we all want the same then you probably open up more easily. Yeah. And then Antonella, another question I have is, we know that there is right now a lot of, you know, uh, NGO foundations or nonprofit foundations that are really trying to solve local problems. Um, uh, but can we really solve local problems still living in a consumeristic format? That's a, contradiction. That's a contradiction. You see many people talking to the other and say, uh, look at those people, they are poor, why don't we help them? But any solution you apply in there will be a solution that maybe lasts very short because we have to change our mind. If we don't change our mind, then you will always see, uh, yeah, those people need something, maybe you give the something and then the something is over, some money, whatever, some food, then it's over and we are back there because we are, we are still the same. Actually, it's not, the change will not be by helping some people in some condition, maybe which they need that, but it's to change us. Imagine all the rich people, they would understand this and say, you know what, I give my wealth to the rest of the world. As you said before, we will remove uh, poverty or we will give uh, education to everyone automatically. There's, if we look at, at the imbalance of, of wealth, it's, it's normal. So, but do you think if we did that and the conditions remain as a consumeristic society, the problems would come back? Actually, that's an important thing. Okay, that's something that we have to care. We have to create a system because it, it's, it's nice to change, but we have to sustain the change. Okay, mm -hmm. so we have to create the mechanism that we don't fall back to the situation we are now. So that's absolutely key point because maybe changing would be easy, but we have to sustain because in, in, we have to learn from history 
we did many changes with a good spirit many times in history, but then we did not sustain. So, but now we have social media, we have a complete different technological world. We can probably much easier sustain such a concept. Most definitely. And those eight foundations of a creative society will really help us understand what's, do, what's being done for us and what's being do, done against us. So we can vote against it as well. We want to make sure that everything, all the advances that civilization takes on is done for human being, for human life, for human safety, for human freedom, for all of those that we crave. And right now, not everybody has or they have it, but it's an illusion um, it's not the, you know, something that you said, said is sustainable. Uh, so Antonello, what would you say that, uh, how important it is right now at the informational stage of the project to really let every single person know about the project Creative Society? As I said, this is crucial step. We feel alone and then we feel, okay, I would like to have some peace, but I'm the only one because of course, in, in other moments, we are the one that maybe give trouble to others, which maybe will feel they want to have peace and vice versa. So it's very important to know that we want to do that. And there are many people want to do that. This will allow us to say, but then I'm not the only one. And that's important. It's also a very interesting question how uh, I know many people wondering why in creative society you talk so much about bringing harmony into relationship be between people, but how about harmony with the nature, with the animals, with the world? And then uh, my, my answer was, well, you know, if people find harmony in relationship between themselves, it's natural that they not going to abuse the world, the natural resources, going to take care of animal world and nature and forests and everything. But the first and the most crucial parts just start treating each other different from, from what we do right now. Just really take care of those who are in need in the, uh, in the real world. People who, uh, 800, 800,000 of people uh, not having food resources in the good amount. And when we say, why do we need to change it? Because that's not normal. And I would also like to ask you, what do, do you think that bringing the harmony and relationship between the people would change the way we treat the nature, the way we abuse the natural resources right now? Yeah, this is actually true. I, I, also, I also had this comment previously. I think nature is the place we are living in. So if we don't pay attention to nature, then of course we are destroying ourselves. But it's true that we destroy nature because we don't actually pay attention to ourselves. So we would actually be uh, very much focused on trying to have peace and live well. Then nature is it's important. It's absolutely important. We will not be able to live well with the nature that may be uh, destroyed by our, our life. So it's absolutely true. We have to uh, change the people and surely the change will also propagate to the rest of, uh, of what is available in nature. Yes, and Antonella, I know you said we want to change the people, but where does the change start? Yeah, I think I think I must say the change, of course, uh, we have to decide to change. Huh? There is nobody that tell us change and then we change. However, we can get inspired. Huh? So we have to see others and we have to communicate well what we want to change and why we want to change. And actually the change is, is somehow 
as I said, a coming back to what we really are. So it's not really like, I want you to fly. Actually, I want to be what you are, which is coming back to ourselves. Awesome. And as you said, the change starts with us. So let's visit the website alatraunites.com. And that will be your first responsibility to learn more about the Project Creative Society and take a look for yourself and read. And please do send us your questions, because if you have at least one question, that means someone else has exactly same question and we need to answer it honestly and openly for everybody because creative society is not just a project of a group of people it is a project of our civilization so antonella before we go is there something you would like to wish to our audience tonight today i wish we can do this uh, evolution of creative society as soon as possible i really wish we all understand what we are trying to do and everyone consider really to join because when we are everyone, we are surely doing something which is good for everyone. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. And Tali, thank you so much for co-hosting. And today we will finish our program with the promotional for a uh, promotion for our next conference, a global conference that will happen on March 20th, 2021. And if you would like to take a part of it and uh, participate in research or help us find speakers for the conference, please reach out to us. Go to website alatraunites.com, click join us button, and also you will have an ability to put your ideas about Creative Society and any interests that you might have, because together we can really make the difference. So right now, let's watch this uh, promotional video and we will see you next time. Thank you, Antonella. Thank you, Tali. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019. International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms, translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can, 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the Creative Society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time international online event of global scale. Creative Society, 
what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth, join the entire humanity, and spread the message.